0: All uh-huh. right. Welcome to the all new Mr. Blue Sky Podcast. My name is Phil Beck, and I will be your host here, talking all things Sky Blue and only Sky Blue FC. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope to bring a fantastic podcast for you to listen to this season and beyond. And while this isn't the first team exclusive podcast for Sky Blue, it is currently the only one. So for now, this is your one stop shop for the Jersey based club. And what better time to start up than on the cusp of Tony Novo leaving Sky Blue FC? On Tuesday, uh, the team had released a statement saying, "Quote that they announced the resignation of president and general manager Tony Novo. Elise LaHue will be taking over in the interim, and that's just nothing but good news for this club, because there have been a lot of people petitioning for his removal. Fans, cloud supporters, cloud nine members. Um, I don't know if players have been." personally but I would not be surprised if they had been don't want to put any speculation out there on my end Um, but this is nothing but good news for the club who has seen Novo in charge for a couple years uh, especially with all this news coming out last season of the inadequate facilities obviously we know how bad Rutgers is there's no there's no showers in the locker room there's no air conditioning there's no ice baths there's no it's not a professional facility it's a collegiate facility, which is okay for college play. It's not. I mean, it's not even okay for college players, but it's more acceptable for college players because they can. Their dorms are right there. Player housing was an absolute sham, honestly, and even so, uh, it was very distant from sac Field, over in Piscataway. So you had players driving home, melon like a locker room, and it was just overall. Not a good thing. Um, with all this, though, um, LeHue, uh started with the Chicago Red Stars back in the WPS days, working alongside another former assistant general manager of the Chicago Fire in order to bring this club to where it is today. Um, she, is, she previously served as the vice president of the team under Novo um, and is now taking over just in the interim while they the team either interviews her for the full-time position or they find someone else for the job. So we'll see what happens with that later on down the road. Um, speaking of some of the things that had happened last season in regards to all the leaks and stuff, about the player conditions, uh, there was some news this offseason about the conditions improving, uh, specifically going to Georgian Court University once again for training and practice as opposed to like the random fields with the weird RV trailer that they used for showers. So now they have full access to the facilities at Georgian Court University. They have improved player housing and nicer apartments not too far away from either location. So. Hopefully that's a full-term thing. I'm not sure if it's only for training camp since they held camp once again at Sportica down in Manalopin. Uh But hopefully it's a full-time thing. We'll see in the future uh, if that is. So that's some of the good news with the off-season. Finally, uh, I know Cloud9 has been petitioning for a long time to uh, get Tony Novo removed from his position. I just want to reiterate, by the way, he has stepped down. He was not fired. Um, However, there is plenty of speculation that it was kind of pushed out, uh, especially with Tammy Murphy coming in and basically filling the role of Governor Murphy while he's away being the governor and all that stuff. So she comes in, basically takes over operations away from uh, her husband and Steve Tamaris, who is... Basically invisible at this point. I don't even know what's going on with him. Uh, but hopefully, I can get some feedback on that. So, with all of that said and done, personally speaking, I am going to finally renew my season tickets when I'm once I'm able to pay for it. Obviously, student loans and all that stuff. But I will be finally renewing my season tickets because uh, I expect things to improve. I am starting to gain. Uh, Tammy Murphy's trust back Um, this is just an individual thing I'm not sure what other people within Cloud9 are doing Um, but as I said I'm trusting Murphy I trust uh, LaHue because of her experience working with Chicago Red Stars and building that club from the ground up this is basically a fresh start for this team to an extent because this is still a team that went Had one win last year. Uh, Denise Reddy somehow kept a job, Um, but it'll be definitely interesting to see how she handles this team with all this stuff happening now. New general manager, um, new improvements for the players in regards to working conditions. So at this point, I don't know if Denise Reddy is on like a short leash or on the hot seat already. Personally, just based on the on-field performance, I would have fired her already, having only one win in 24 games, that's inexcusable, Um, especially when you have a decent amount of talent on that team, but she stays, we got another year of her potentially, Um, and with that, she also has a new set of players that has come in. we're going to mention the uh, trades that were made around the draft time, sending the third overall pick to the Washington Spirit for Didasco, Johnson, and Harasek Correct me if I'm mispronouncing that name there. But that's improved defensive depth that this club did not have last season. Last season, we were forced to play Dummy Richardson at center back uh, at times. We had Madison Tiernan having to play back as well when she's more of a midfielder. So having this extra defensive depth is absolutely key, especially speaking of Tiernan uh, with her injury now. uh, She had a torn ACL. She's out for the season. Mandy Freeman had an Achilles tear. She's out for the season. So that's absolutely big for Sky Blue to have that kind of depth, which we didn't have last year. Um, In addition to that depth, uh, with Caroline Casey retiring, Harisic immediately moves into the backup goalkeeper role behind Kaylin Sheridan. So that's big. Uh, The drafting of Julie James definitely helps with midfield depth. The acquisition of uh, Nahomi Kawasumi is big. Uh, Drafting of Paige Monahan is big for forward depth, especially uh, when you're going to have players like Carly Lloyd and Potentially Savannah McCaskill, but I don't know about that one leaving for the World Cup this summer. So, this and of course, complimenting players like Imani Dorsey, who had a breakout season last year. So, this sky blue team is definitely going to be better. It's definitely going to be better. I don't know how much better it's going to be, uh, but it's got the depth problems that they've had solved, Uh, it has extra, specifically defensive depth solved. Uh, I don't think they're going to lose that many players during the World Cup window. I, th- I said per- on uh, Facebook in the Cloud9 group that there was going to be maybe three players at most gone during the international break, and that's Sheridan for Canada, and of course Lloyd and McCaskill for the United States. Um, Costa Rica did not qualify for the World Cup, so Rodriguez will be staying here. Um, unfortunate for her country, but also fortunate for this club. And, of course, the uh, signing, the late signing of Gabi, the Brazilian international. Um, I don't know how good she is. I haven't seen much of her, honestly, um, or whether or not she'll actually get to the Brazilian national team. I doubt that, though, for the World Cup this year, uh, especially since she was playing for the U-20s recently. So she, that's extra midfield depth that Sky Blue can definitely use. Now, with all these new acquisitions and not really many player depart departures outside of Caroline Casey who retired and she's a backup goalkeeper anyway. Like no offense to her, she was fantastic for her club. I thank her for what she did. Um, but that's not really going to affect the starting lineup too much. Uh, based on preseason, Denise Reddy, uh, has worked the four four two quite often as she did last year as well. Uh, so what I'm predicting with the injuries to Freeman and Tiernan, um, I'm predicting the opening day lineup on uh, Saturday, is going, excuse me, Saturday is going to look like this. Sheridan, your starting goalkeeper. Didasco, Richardson, Johnson, and Skroski getting the starts on the back line. Kawasumi, Rodriguez, Killian, and Dorsey in the midfield. And Lloyd and McCaskill up top. Because I know I know how much that at uh, Denise Reddy loves to play Carly Lloyd up at forward. Unfortunately for Sky Blue FC, uh, before preseason started, before Tony Novo left the club, uh, before Tammy Murphy got involved in all that stuff, uh, they made a massive draft blunder, which definitely would have helped the team had these players actually said they would report to the team. Uh, Haley Mace and Julia Ashley taken second and sixth overall respectively. Uh, One of them I believe that was Haley Mace specifically said before the draft that if Sky Blue FC took her that she would not report to the club. Now I think a lot of that is related to the situation that's going on in regards to the off the field issues that this team had and still has in some uh, capacity Uh, but they drafted them anyway because they thought they could convince them and they didn't even a phone call from Governor Murphy which got him in a little bit of trouble well, I'll get to that in a moment even a phone call from Governor Murphy to try and persuade them to come didn't do anything so now the two of them are playing overseas uh, Murphy got in trouble uh... congressionally because there were he's technically supposed to have this team in a blind trust which is what Tammy Murphy is doing right now on his behalf uh, As governor of New Jersey, he cannot be involved with the day-to-day business activities of his club. Uh, It was the same situation that George Bush had when he was president uh, in regards to the Texas Rangers. So it's not something we haven't seen before. He was allegedly in violation of all that stuff. Uh, That was an issue brought to the New Jersey Assembly at the time, and nothing really came of it. But it's still not a good look for Governor Murphy in regards to how he's operating this club. So now Tammy Murphy's here, and he doesn't have to worry about a thing. And it's for the best, honestly. So, all that said, I think it's time to preview the match coming up against Washington. Uh, Sky Blue FC, with a lot of tinkering of the lineup during preseason, was able to go through all three preseason matches without giving up a single goal, which granted they're you're playing against college programs, but still not being able to concede a single goal is a good thing. Uh, especially when you had a lot of defensive issues last year. So it seems like they've worked hard to improve on that. They did have a great preseason last year though, so what it means in regards to this upcoming season I'm not entirely sure. But just defensively speaking, uh, they were they looked great. Uh, they, I believe, the results were six nothing, zero zero, and two nothing, respectively, over their three opponents in their, each of those three matches. So I believe the 0-0 game was against St. John's. Though, the other thing to note about the preseason, though, is that these college teams are not in full swing either. They are. In their preseason, so to speak, because it's the spring semester of college. Uh, they play from August to November, or even December sometimes. So these college teams are also trying to create an identity going into the fall semester, which is their season. So both teams are still working on things. Uh, so it's hard to have some takeaways from playing against sides like that. Uh, But even still, not conceding a single goal in three matches during the preseason is still pretty impressive. So hopefully that means great things for this team. Uh, Going into this match up against Washington Spirit, they're going to have their hands full uh, defensively as well because Washington Spirit is probably going to run rampant with that... uh, Mallory Pugh-Rose Lavelle connection because obviously Mallory Pugh, one of the breakout stars for the women's national team. Rose Lavelle is healthy again um, and when she's healthy, we know how good she can be. On the other end of the ball, Aubrey Bledsoe is arguably the most underrated goalkeeper in the NWSL. She was one save off the league lead for a single save, or saves in a single season. Uh, which was held by Kaylin Sheridan of Sky Blue FC. So, Aubrey Bledsoe, we know she's a talented goalkeeper. Uh, they have that connection of Pew and Lavelle offensively. Uh, the one thing I do want to address, though, uh, Joanna Lohman's retirement. Uh, first of all, congratulations on a great career. Uh, she was definitely helpful for a good friend of mine in uh, Cloud9, so uh, she was definitely a great person to have in NWSL so congratulations on a great career and best of luck to the future um, that said how we, we don't know how that retirement is going to affect Washington Spirit because we saw in certain, locate, or certain outlets that her playing time was kind of diminished so we know that her role was lessening on the team so how that impacts the Spirit team coming up this season we don't know uh it's definitely a depth issue that may plague the team later on in the season but until then they still have a match to play uh against Sky Blue FC the one biggest change though that Sky Blue FC excuse me Washington Spirit has uh gone through is a, a head coaching change with Richie Burke coming in and taking over uh Richie Burke was a bit of a controversial coach with FC Virginia, which is a local men's youth team. And there were a lot of complaints about him because of an alleged incident where he was accused of being abusive when he was coaching, throwing out homophobic slurs when he was coaching. And to even have those kind of allegations against you is embarrassing. It's a bad look. It's disgraceful. And it's something entirely avoidable, honestly. Because if you have those allegations against you, why are you coaching at the highest level in United States women's soccer? There's no reason for it. And the fact that the Washington Spirit did an investigation on this situation and said, no, it's okay, it's fine. No, it's not. No, it's not because it still looks bad. The fans already don't. A lot of fans already don't like him, especially if he's throwing out homophobic slurs while he's coaching. And how is that going to affect his coaching style at the professional level? Is he going to change and and be more of a player's coach, or is he still going to be more of a control, controlling kind of coach that it's just going to bark out orders, bark out directions, and be the player's boss, rather than the player's extension of the, ca- of the captaincy, if you will. Because that's, in my opinion, what a coach should be. A coach should be someone who is an extension of the captaincy, and is a true leader on and off the field. Ta- showing tactics, uh, communication with players is key. That's probably the biggest key when you're coaching, is just communicating with the players. And if you're saying things like this while you're coaching then you're not going to last long in NWSL, first of all. And second of all, you don't deserve to be coaching. So with all that being said, it'll be interesting to see if anything has changed tactically for Washington uh, going into this season. Because last year, like they started off very strong, and they went, became a dumpster fire faster than anything I had ever seen. It was almost to a point that as bad as Sky Blue was last year and only getting their one win at the last game of the year, the Washington Spirit honestly looked like the worst team. They looked like the worst team of the two last year towards the end of the season. So we'll see if Burke corrects things going into this season. Uh, We know that Washington has a a new partial owner as well. And they're going to be improving things on the, or with off-the-field stuff like new amenities, new uh, new and better locker room fas- and facilities and stuff like that uh, for the fans. They're finally having a Pride Night. It took them long enough. So he mentioned that it, it was, he heard that it was important f- to the fans to have a Pride Night. So they're having a Pride Night now, which is great. Uh, they have a regional sports broadcast deal with NBC Washington. Uh, They have now a mascot somehow, um, so that's cool. Uh, They're going to be improving the game day experience. They have a new web web store. They have a whole bunch of new things coming. So off the field, the future looks bright for the Washington Spirit. Oh, and I forgot to mention, by the way, that they're looking to play more games at Audi Field where DC United plays actually in the district as opposed to out in Boyd's, Maryland. So things are looking great for Washington Spirit off the pitch. On the pitch, though, that's a different story, and Saturday we will find out a lot more about that. Keys for Sky Blue FC. Uh, Obviously, I mentioned the goalkeeping for Washington is big, so if you can take advantage of defense corps that looks to be relatively depleted. I know Washington did draft well, so they'll be relying on a lot of young players in order to be successful. Whether it works or not is a different story, though. Uh, So if Sky Blue can kind of take advantage of that, I think that they'll be successful and they'll come out with, let's say, a 3-1 win. Even if they get a draw, honestly, I'll be, personally, I'll be okay with that. I'd just like to win more than one game this year, personally. And I don't think I'm the only one who feels that way. The match is going to be Saturday at 7 o'clock over at the Maryland Soccerplex down in Boyd's, Maryland, just outside of D.C. So we hope to have a decent Sky Blue crowd there. We hope to have a decent result from that game as well. It's a relatively short podcast, but it's the first one, so it's okay. Uh, future podcasts, I look—I'm going to look to have some guests on. Uh, I'm—I've been—I've reached out to Jen Muller of uh, Cloud Nine, and I hope to have her on. I know she was on the ADR podcast with me, uh, talking about the Sky Blue situation uh, with Tony Novo. And with all the nonsense that was going on there, uh, whether or not Tammy Murphy's involvement was a good thing, which it looks like it is at the moment, uh, hopefully it'll continue to be a good thing. Um, We might have players on, we might have staff on, you never know. So uh, for that, I want you to go onto Twitter and follow at MrBlueSkyPod, that's at MrBlueSkyPod. Uh, we're gonna have a whole bunch of news up there. We're gonna put out the links to future podcasts out there. Uh, we're gonna start up a new segment next week called the Mr. Blue Sky Podcast Mailbag, uh, in which you can send your questions, comments, concerns, anything like that to Mr. Blue Pod at gmail.com. That's Mr. Blue Sky Pod at gmail.com, and we'll, I hope to air most if not all of the emails that are headed my way from the listener base so thank you once again for listening we hope to have the podcast up on Google Play and iTunes soon uh, for now we'll be on Stitcher and SoundCloud and hopefully in the future we'll be able to expand beyond that so once again thank you for listening uh, and we'll see you next week on the Mr. Blue Sky podcast Mr. Blue Sky. Oh, oh,